Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. First story for this week is going to be the Nerdvana Create a Card event that took place yesterday as I'm recording this, February 19th. The main tournament, the Create a Card tournament, had 14 players. There was a cut to a top four. All of the three and ones made the top cut, which worked out to a cut to a top four. The semifinalists were Jeffrey Fox and Juan Besa, the finalists, were Matt Hass and Steve Resk, the SRG BOSS. The winner of the Creative Card Tournament ends up being Steve Resk. Steve Resk has the ability to create a card in Super Show the Game. I know a lot of you are thinking, well, wait a minute. Steve Resk always has the ability to create a card in Super Show the Game. You know, is this, you know, a great way for this tournament to end up? I can't answer that, but that's what happened. Steve Resk wins the Create a Card tournament. There were a few other local matches for championships. There was a triple threat for the Nerdvana Heavyweight Championship. The current champion, Evie Fresh, took on El Hombre Cybernetico, and it was made a triple threat because Steve Resk the night before, won a Scooby-Doo board game for a favor, cashed that in, made the championship a triple threat. The winner of the championship match and new heavyweight champion for the store, Carlos Lumbre, El Hombre, Cybernetic. There was also a match for the Underworld Championship where they crowned a new Underworld Champion, Rick Rocket Gonzalez, and a match for the Hardcore Championship with James Sweeney, the man also known as Vicious Vic Vandal, retaining the Hardcore Championship. That was the Nerdvana event from Saturday. There were also a number of matches that had championship implications, both matches for championships as well as matches for contenderships. Let me go through those. There was a match for the Deep South Championship. I believe this took place Wednesday, a couple hours before Talk of the Universe. The champion, Mac McPeak, with Yiva Lionheart, took on the challenger. Jeremy Steigerwald, using his own creation, Practicite. This was a standard singles match that went to crowd meter two. In the end, Practicite wins. He becomes the new Deep South champion. The next challenger for the Deep South championship will be Rowdy Ron. If Rowdy Ron can get his competitor, I believe, submitted to the Deep South GM in time, this match will take place at Tantrum Con next weekend. So we will see a defense of the Deep South Championship in a week, possibly. It all depends on Rowdy Ron and him working that out with the GM's office. Same night after Talk of the Universe, we have the Trios Championship on the line. The current LFF Trios Champion, Kylan Buchter, the corrugated cardboard villain, 
took on the challenger, Dizzy Derailed. The corrugated cardboard villain is the champion with the first triumvirate. The challenger used dirty jerks. This match went to crowd meter one, but it was a very lopsided match in favor of the champion, and the champion ultimately retains. The corrugated cardboard villain is still the LFF Trio's champion. The final big match from this week with championship implications was the finals of the United States Championship Contender Tournament. In this tournament, we saw Finland using El Super Ombre face off against the Cheetah using Danny Limelight in a main event match. This match, I believe, went all the way to crowd meter three, and the winner who will face probably the current champion, Teru the Shogun, at a later date for the United States Championship, the Cheetah. Congratulations to the Cheetah. Congratulations to all the winners, Practicite, and the corrugated cardboard villain for their victories. Congratulations to Steve Rask and all the Nerdvana champions, too, in case I forgot to mention that. The only other championship news from this week is it's been announced that the Deep South Tag Team Champions, Kirk Polka and Shane Strickland, will defend next Tuesday, the same night as the dojo. I don't know if that match will take place before the dojo or after the dojo, but that match will happen in less than a week, actually in just a couple days as I'm recording this. That will do it for the championship updates that I have. Next story, match four of the 2021 Creative Competitor Competition has concluded. The four competitors in this match were Teru the Shogun, the current United States Champion, created by Jeff Phillips. Woody Lanes, creator unknown. Jack of all trades, created by Jack Mulholland. And Steven Moonstar, created by Steven Overlock. If I had to judge this match just based on promos, it would be Teru the Shogun. He put out the most promos this week. Steven Moonstar had the second most. I did not see any promos from Jack of All Trades or Woody Lanes. If there were promos from them, I apologize for missing them. But I didn't see any promos from either of those two competitors. As far as who won the match, we'll have to wait until the upcoming Talk of the Universe episode to find out, as well as who will be in match number five in the first round of the 2021 CCC. I'm anxious to find out both. There are a number of competitors, I believe, still to come. I'm pretty sure the Nightmare King is in the CCC. I'm pretty sure the Great Outdoors is in the CCC. And, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of surprises still have to see who's going to be the remaining 12 competitors in the CCC. Looking ahead, next weekend there are two big things. First, there's TantrumCon. This is a four-day convention in Charlotte, North Carolina. SRG Universe will be there. This may be where we see the Deep South Championship defended, like I mentioned earlier. I don't know if there's any new product or any convention exclusives set to come out at this convention at TantrumCon. We'll just have to see. But that kicks off in less than a week. Next Thursday, which is going to be the 24th, and it'll run through the 27th. 
Speaking of the 27th, February 27th is when the newest SRG Universe Super Show the Game Kickstarter is set to launch. This is the Time Warp Kickstarter. I was hoping to set up an interview with Steve Resk, the CEO, founder, creator of Super Show the Game of SRG Universe. Unfortunately, it does not look like that will be able to happen. Just too many scheduling conflicts to make that work. I apologize for that. I was hoping to be able to bring you information on tiers, on products, all those things. I unfortunately at this point cannot. If that changes, you'll just see the show come out. But as of right now, do not expect an Outlaw Mudcast Kickstarter special. From what I know about the Kickstarter, it is the Time Warp Kickstarter. Pluto, Uranus, and Kronos are supposed to be competitors featured in the Kickstarter. I have also heard from sources that Colin the Chrononaut, seeing as he is a time traveler, will be featured in the Time Warp. I don't know if he's going to be featured as a solo. He could also be featured with his tag team partner, the Frequent Flyer. There is supposed to be a Tornado tag team featuring both of them called the Time Travelers Extraordinaire. I have no information besides that. But that's a Tornado tag that may be coming out with the Kickstarter, and it may have a grapple finish. That's all I know. That's all the information I have about it. I've also heard from some sources that there may be cards coming out with Time Warp revolving around multiplayer matches. Similar to things like Lunge Punch, that's a stop at number 25, where when you hit it, if it's a tag team match, your tag team partner draws a card. There could be something similar where something happens if this is a multiplayer match. I could be wrong about that. That could be for a potential you know, um, future multiplayer box set coming out down the line. But I've heard that's a possibility. You will see those kind of cards in there. We have seen a couple stretch goals unlocked for people who clicked to be notified at launch. There's a current stretch goal. If 175 people click to be notified at launch, if they follow the link that's been posted, in the discussion group on the SRG Universe Facebook page, if they click that link to be notified at launch, and there's no commitment to buy anything, you're just being asked to be notified at launch that the Kickstarter has gone live. If they hit 175 people, that will unlock a stretch goal. The current stretch goal that's been unlocked is a new competitor set, Long Balls Larry. It's a baseball-themed competitor. I can't really give you any more details than that. At this point, we have seen a preview image of both the competitor card and the grapple finish. The grammar on both of them is not quite correct, which, personally, I wish they wouldn't release those things without everything squared away. But those are available now. They have been posted publicly, so if you want to check those out, you can. And then that's it. Unfortunately, I won't be able to give you any more information because the next show will come out after the Kickstarter is launched. Everything will then be publicly available. I haven't seen a time yet for the Kickstarter to go live. It could be noon. It could be one. It could be two. 
watch out for that because I personally have not seen what the time is that the Kickstarter is set to launch. It's normally 12, 1, 2, somewhere in there. Watch out for it because they like to do stretch goals based on you know, being the, one of the first people to launch, being fully funded in two minutes. So if you're interested in unlocking those kind of stretch goals, you're going to want to be there and pledging when it goes live. So watch out for that. Oh, and I almost forgot. They did reveal what the uh, promo is that will be unlocked when they reach 175 people being notified of the launch of the Kickstarter campaign. It's a lead grapple number two, flying, diving, corner, steel chair, leg, salt. The text is, if the crowd meter is two or greater, this card cannot be stopped. So it's similar to the flying super snap face punch line, but it's not unstoppable first turn of the game. It's unstoppable once the crowd meter is hit two or greater. But that's it. That's all the news I have on the Kickstarter right now. I wish there was more out there, especially seeing that at the time the show comes out, there will be less than a week until the Kickstarter campaign goes live. There's only one more episode of Talk of Universe before the Kickstarter goes live. I wish we knew more, but Kickstarter sometime on February 27th. I really hope they get that time out there because that's incredibly important. For stretch goals and the like. But look for that to launch February 27th. That is going to do it for the news outside of tournaments from this past week. So let me go over the results from the tournaments from this past week. We'll start with Monday. The Monday Night Proving Grounds normally run by Simon Strauss. However, the Dread Pirate tech support had to welcome a new pirate. Sandor Strauss to the Armada. So we have Shibi doing double duty this week, running both Proving Ground as well as Shibi's Thursday night fights. So we'll start off talking about Proving Ground from Monday night. There were six players in the Proving Ground Monday night. After the round robin, the top four advanced. The top four were the Italian Mambada, Bjorn the Norseman, Ricky Riot, and Wrench Monkey. Wrench Monkey as Wrench Monkey and the Italian Mambada as everybody were the semifinalists. This tournament, by the way, you could use anybody, any singles competitor in the game. 2020 vision was not a factor. Everybody was leaked. So you Bombada was using the original version of everybody, for example. The finalists end up being Ricky Riot playing as the original Immortal Warrior and Bjorn the Norseman playing as King Bjorn. The winner, Ricky Riot with the original Immortal Warrior. There was also a third place match. The Italian Bombada won that with everybody. So, Wrench Monkey fourth, Bombada third, Bjorn second, and Ricky Riot wins. The Monday Night Proving Ground. Congratulations to Ricky Riot. That brings us to Chibi's Thursday Night Fights on Thursday. 24 players this past Thursday night. Group stages to a top cut. Four groups, six players each. 
with the top two from each group advancing in the quarterfinal round. All of the matches were Ring of Fire matches. In the semifinal round, all of the matches were dark matches. And the finals of Shibi's Thursday Night Fights, as well as the third place match, were played using the last competitor standing stipulation. In the third place match, we saw the Cheetah as Ronin take on Practicite as the general manager John Calace. The winner there, Jeremy Steigerwald as the general manager, John Calace. It does not specify on the information I have if it was the original or the new version. I'm going to assume it's the new version. That makes more sense. In the finals, we have Jokerfish playing as the original Jokerfish and Candyman Dan playing as Mr. C, the winner. Jokerfish, congratulations to him for winning Thursday Night Fights. We had two pop-up events this weekend. The first, Friday Night Run by Practicite. This was a play-pure pop-up event. 16 players, no entrances, no spectacles, no skill requirements. You could not use generic finishers. You had to use that competitor's printed finishers, with the exception of competitors that don't have three printed finishers. Drew Gulak, GoGo, AR Fox, etc. would be examples of that. Or the Mark Jeff Bravo, whose gimmick allows him to use finishes from other competitors. There was also a limit to unstoppable finishes. The first time an unstoppable finish hits, it actually is unstoppable. The remainder of the match, it is not unstoppable. It can be stopped. So unstoppable finishes were limited to a one time per match. Again, there were 16 players, two groups of eight, with the top four from each group advancing to the top cut. And actually, let me make a little clarification here. The top cut was actually a top nine. There was a triad match with Hold the Line Harry, Chris Pagillo, and Joel Williams. We had John Partis versus El Super Jimbre, Matt Haas versus the Cheetah, and Loudmouth Leo Larynx versus Joe Sylvester in the top cut. That was the opening round. The reason there ended up being a cut to a top nine is because there was a tie for the last spot. And rather than have some sort of determination to break the tie, the decision was made just to advance the two of them up to the top cut in a triple threat. In the quarterfinal round, which includes this triad match, the stipulation was Hollywood as the special guest referee, meaning every player in the match used Hollywood's gimmick, which just allows them to determine the order of the top 10 cards in their deck. The stipulation in the semifinals was the scramble match stipulation. During a turn, when any cards are moved from the discard pile to any other location, they are shuffled into the deck instead. So it's similar to a Liger's Den, but instead of being buried, they're shuffled. The finals 
was a main event stipulation. The third place match was a gentleman's accord match. Both players could choose any stipulation from the finals, semifinals, or quarterfinals, or they could just play a standard match. They chose the standard match. The top four ended up being in fourth place, playing as Ricochet El Super Jimbre. In third place, playing as Captain CJ Spara, the Cheetah Ian Chambers. The finalists in the Play Pure pop-up tournament were the Italian Mambata, playing as Eric Jaden, and Loudmouth Leo Larynx, playing as himself. The winner of the Play Pure pop-up event, Loudmouth Leo Larynx, playing as himself. Congratulations to him for taking this event. Honorable mention goes out to John Pardis. John Pardis is a brand new player. He learned the game from Joel Williams. He'd never played before. He'd never played online. Hadn't even played in locals yet, but he made the top cut in his first ever tournament. So congratulations to John Pardis for a great initial showing. This brings us to the pop-up event from Saturday night from the 19th, hosted by the general manager of the LFF Trios division, the Italian Mombata. This was a 16-player tournament. Because they had 16 players, the winner of the tournament would become a contender for the LFF Trios Championship. The top four in this tournament end up being, in fourth place, Chugonomics as Warlords of the Sea. In third place, Rowdy Ron as Think Tank. In second place, the Cheetah as Mew World Order, and the winner and future contender for the LFF Trios Championship, Prince Butters as Brony Cup. Congratulations to Prince Butters for the win and for a future shot at the championship. As far as future online tournaments, there is one tournament listed on Supershowthegame.com, a future tournament called Day Zero, the Prevision. This is set to take place February 26th, so that is next Saturday at 6 p.m. Here's the description as it appears on the website. The date and time I already gave you, Day Zero. No rules, no hindsight fixes, no 2020 vision errata. Bring your old aerials, Sierras, etc. No bands. All play is printed. Double elimination style. All diversity will be facing off in early rounds. After that, I will randomize names and place them in order. Quarterfinals, Psycho Rules. Semifinals, Psycho Circus. Finals, Main Event. Finals, if there's a bracket reset. Not sure what that means. Last man standing. This will be the same in both the winner's bracket and the loser's bracket. That is the description that's given for how this will work. For those not familiar with diversity, essentially if multiple people are playing the same competitor, they're going to design this tournament to essentially eliminate that so only one of these competitors will advance. There will only be one aerial lipstick. 
at a certain point. Only one Sierra Nevada, only one Immortal Warrior, so on and so forth. Again, this tournament is scheduled to take place February 26th, starting at 6 p.m. I don't see where you would essentially purchase this or where you'd sign up through the website. There's no link on what I'm looking at for essentially online registration. That may change between now and the time this takes place, but as of right now, I'm not seeing where you can essentially you know, buy this on the website. There's no dollar amount listed. It doesn't even appear that you can add this to your shopping cart. But that's up there. That's the only thing on supershowthegame.com right now on Drawn Line Events. Outside of that, look for Proving Ground Monday night. I don't know if the Dread Pirate will be back running it, if Chibi will be running it again, if we'll have somebody new running it. But I'd say look for Proving Ground Monday. Look for something Thursday. Chibi probably running something Thursday. Dojo Tuesday night. Who knows what's going to be happening this weekend. Of course, we have Day Zero, the Prevision. Could see something else Saturday. Could see something else Friday or Sunday. Somewhat doubt it with the Kickstarter and the convention appearance. I'd be really shocked if essentially there were more things going on, if more stuff happened. But that's where we are right now with events coming up over the next week. With that, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I'm still trying to get people to follow the show's account on Twitter and the goal of trying to get a media pass for Origins. If you would, please follow Outlaw Mudcast at Outlaw Mudcast on Twitter. With that, I'd like to thank you all for listening, and good day.